What's up, everybody? I'm Juan Antonio, and thank you very much for listening to Five Minutes of Faith. This last week has been a pretty cool, or I'd say it's been an interesting week for both uh, my wife, Nicole, and I. Um, we went to the Alicia Keys concert last Saturday, which was a lot of fun. It was good to get out and see Nicole have a good time and enjoy herself singing along to some of her favorite Alicia Keys songs. Um, after everything that we've kind of gone through over the last few months. Um, Also, uh, in the middle of the week, Nicole found out that she has COVID, so please pray that she recovers quickly from that. I don't know whether I have it or not. I may be asymptomatic, but I feel like a champ. Um, Also, I had an upper endoscopy done yesterday, actually. And basically what an upper endoscopy is, is they knock you out and they stick a camera down your throat to see whether you have any sort of uh, polyps or anything cancerous. Uh, And it's a good idea for those that have uh, heartburn issues uh, to do that, uh, just to make sure that the acid that's coming up isn't affecting your esophagus in any negative way. So the results came out and I don't have any polyps or anything. So that means that there's no cancer. So thank the Lord for that. Um, What they're doing now is they're just running a few tests to see whether I have a certain esophageal condition. I forgot what the condition is called, but I'm praying that all of that goes well. So with all of that, and now that you're all caught up with my week, I wanted to tell you about something that the Lord's been working on with me over the last, uh, uh, I'd say, 18, 19 months, which has been my patience. Um, and relying on him over anything else. <clears throat> Excuse me. Having that camera down my throat has me uh, having clear in my throat a lot more often. It's still a little sore. But as I was saying, over the last few months, the Lord has definitely taught me that I need to rely on him so much more than I did in the past. Um, and it's been a tough, tough uh, last few months of growing and drawing closer to him. It's kind of weird how the harder life has gotten, the more I've drawn to him, but also the more joyful I have been the last few months knowing that he is in control. As I've told you before, Nicole was diagnosed with cancer in June of 2021. Since then, she has overcame it. She has some minimal side effects from her treatment, and just uh, last month, Our dog, Loki, bit her bottom lip, uh, split it in half. The lip was literally hanging from her face, had to get plastic surgery, and the next day had to put our dog down. That was mine and Nicole's first dog. Um, So, you know, it had uh, a lot of heaviness putting him down. But thank the Lord for healing and thank the Lord that he's placed the right people in my life at the right time when I needed it. Just uh, this week, I was out on a walk and this lady comes up to me and I, I swear to you, I don't even remember seeing this lady while I'm out on, on, on walks uh, or when I had been out on walks with Loki. But she approached me and she said, hey, where's your dog? And I told her what happened and she literally teared up and she says i'm so sorry that you're having to go the through that a couple of years ago i had to put uh our family dog down and it was one of the hardest things in my life it took me six months for me to fully recover from it and it took another year after that for us to even get a dog Uh, so she let me know that even though it's tough 
things are going to get better so i believe in that and i already feel better i could look at pictures of loki without getting choked up i could actually go into the backyard now without remembering all the times that i played fetch with him and all the times that he swam in, in our backyard um, not that we have a big pool in the backyard. It was literally one of those kiddie pools and I used to throw a ball in there so he could run in and get it uh, for the summer because it's, you know, we're in Arizona and it gets piping hot out here. So dogs can't really um, be walking in the afternoons over here, but he still needed some sort of physical activity. So um, it it's gotten better. And with that being said, I wanted to tell you guys about a verse that's been hitting home for me a lot lately uh this verse is actually in a maverick city song and if you guys haven't listened to maverick city i recommend that you please go out and listen to them they have some great great music out um but the song is called wait on the lord and the verse that it's based off of is off of isaiah 40 31 and it says but they that wait upon the lord shall renew their strength they shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. So this is a very encouraging verse to me. This should be an encouraging verse to anybody because there's a lot of times where we're going to be in a season of waiting and that waiting makes us stronger. That waiting will allow us to draw closer to the Lord. That waiting will allow us to realize that it's not us that's doing the work. It's God. Like, yes, we have to show up and put in the work. But it's God who moves all the pieces. You can't just sit on your couch and say, oh, I'm going to just let the Lord move. The supernatural Lord will move. Yes, he absolutely can do that. But if he did that and it was that easy all the time we would not want to have a strong relationship with him and he we would look at him as a magic genie and not as the god not as god our father who is with us who encourages us and who strengthens us in every single situation and one of those things that i want to bring up also is in romans chapter 5 verses 1 through 8 so let me go ahead and read that it says therefore since we have been made right in god's sight by faith we have peace with god because of what jesus christ our lord has done for us because of our faith christ has brought us into this place of undeserved privilege where we now stand and we confidently and joyfully look forward to sharing god's glory we can rejoice too when we run into troubles and trials, for we know that they help us develop endurance, and endurance develops strength of character, and character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. And this hope will not lead to disappointment, for we know how dearly God loves us because he has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with his love. And that's an encouraging verse to me because it helps us to build endurance when we go through these trials and these tribulations i'll tell you what i'm a much more compassionate person than i was 18 months ago i'm a person that has been broken and has been brought back up by god and because of that because i have seen god work through me in me 
I know that he can do the same for you. I know he can do the same for people that are going through it. And that's something that I've that has been an awakening sort of for me where I understand that everybody has a journey and everybody's story is going to be different. And I don't know how my story is going to impact others, but also I am going to be bold enough and I'm going to be courageous enough to get up by or pick myself up by my bootstraps, rely on God in every single situation and go out there and tell the world how good my God is. Now, I'm not saying that I'm going to stand at the corner yelling out and making and making people feel bad about who they are. No, the way that's going to happen is going it's going to happen in day to day conversations. For instance, last week, oh, I forgot to mention last week, I got two new tattoos. One is on my arm that says redeemed by grace, which is based on Romans 3, 23 and 24. And also I got Loki's paw print on my left calf. Um, But when I was talking to the tattoo artist last week, we, you know, I was sitting there for three hours. So I figured, okay, that guy got three hours to talk to this dude about his relationship with God and what God's done through me. And I talked to him about some of the things that God has done in my life. And he ended up telling me, you know, I believe in the man. Um... He said, and I believe that I that, that if I'm a good person, I'll do, uh, you know, God, God sees it. And I said, no, you're absolutely right. And I said, um, but also, I said, you need to be able to acknowledge where your salvation comes from. And it comes from Jesus Christ. And he said, no, that's fair enough. And he said, and then he said, but I believe it. And I said, okay. Um, but, and this, this was completely Holy Spirit led where I was like, well, where did that come from? Where I said, well, brother, I said, believing and confessing are two different things. Confessing is actually taking ownership. Confessing is actually uh, realizing where your strength, where your salvation comes from. Um, And I told him straight up, I said, but look, man, it's not my job to sit here and tell you that you're living your life wrong or right. I said, that's going to be God's job. I said, I didn't come to know the Lord by anybody twisting my arm and forcing me into a relationship with him. All I could tell you is that God loves you just as much as he loves me. And I know that full heartedly because it's in his word. And at the end of the conversation or at the end of the session, uh, he finished uh, my tattoos and we literally, I just gave the dude a hug and that was that. Well, man, I paid him and then gave him a hug. I mean, he didn't accept hugs as payments. Otherwise, that'd be pretty legit. But anyways, um, I gave him a hug and left and I felt at peace because I planted that seed. You know, a lot of people put a lot of pressure on themselves on, ooh, if I want to, I got to bring people to salvation and bring people to the Lord. But you got to remember, you bring people to the Lord with how you carry yourself, how you act. And you know, when people are looking at you the most, people are looking at you the most when your life is in a, what you feel is in a disaster state. It's how you carry yourself in those moments that will really determine your faith. And you'll be able to show your faith to others. And then when people see that you are able to weather the storm through Christ, 
they're gonna say, huh, what's this dude doing? What, what's so different about this? This dude's life is a mess. But yet, he's still asking to, to help me? He's still asking what he can pray for me about? Wait, he's, he's still out there trying to do good in this world regardless of what's going on in his world? Wow. And I got one final story to share with you. And it's a very, very fond story. So Nicole's grandfather um, was a devout man to the Lord, loved God and loved and loved people. And he never pulled me aside and said, hey, I'm going to disciple, you No, he literally just lived his life. And that was the example that he set for me. So on his final week here on earth, we had a couple pastors come over who uh, were good friends of his and they were, you know, sharing some stories. And at the end, um, they prayed for him and <laughs> grandpa, sure enough, and his, keep in mind, he had a brain tumor, uh, the size of an orange in his head and his foundation was so solid on Christ and on his last week, on his last few days, as the pastors, before the pastors leave, he looks at the pastors in the eyes and he says, wait, is there anything that I could pray for you about? So living a life like that taught me that I need to make Christ my firm foundation. And because of the way I saw that man live his life for his last weeks of life is when I decided I need to sell out for Christ. And ladies and gentlemen, I've sold out for Christ and I don't regret it. And by me saying that I've sold out to Christ does not mean that I am holier than anybody. Nope. I still mess up every day. Every day I mess up. I lose my temper every day. I, um, I, I, you know, I, uh, well, I guess losing my temper would be my main one or little things get under my skin or I let my mind start unraveling and start thinking negative thoughts. But the difference between who I was 18 months ago and the man I am now is that I'm able to call myself on things so much more quickly. I'm able to ask for forgiveness to God and forgiveness if I offended somebody. And I could go through anything in life knowing that God is for me and that this is all part of God's plan. Yes, life is hard. And yes, if you give your life to Jesus, you're going to suffer. And you might ask yourself, okay, so what's the point of me giving my life to Jesus? The point is that you're going to suffer anyways. So regardless of, uh, or I shouldn't say regardless, but it's up to you on how you want to suffer in your life. Do you want to suffer and know that you have a firm foundation and a hope and a peace that surpasses all understanding? Or do you want to tough it out and live life on your own? And by the way, I can't, I can't take credit for that last quote. Uh, Pastor Miles McPherson uh, from the Rock Church in San Diego said that once and it really, really stuck with me. If you live, if you give your life to Christ, you're going to suffer. So what's the point of giving your life to Christ? The point is, is that you're going to suffer in life anyways. 
and you have a firm foundation to go to and to have for every single situation in your life. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for who you are, Lord. Thank you for your word. Thank you for all these listeners, Father. Lord, I pray for the listeners today. I pray that you allow them to rejoice in their sufferings, Lord. Lord, I pray that when things come up this week, that they're able to remember that you are their firm foundation, Lord. Lord, for those listeners that haven't put you at the center of their life, for those listeners that haven't confessed that you are their Lord and Savior, I pray that you move in them. Holy Spirit, allow them to find that relationship with you. There's no magical words. There's nothing that I can say or do to get them to accept you as their Lord and Savior. There's nothing I can do. But Holy Spirit, I know you can move. Holy Spirit, I know you are able to establish yourselves in their hearts, Lord. So, Lord, I give you free will over my life. I pray that the listeners give you free will in their lives. And no matter what they're going through, no matter what life is telling them, no matter what their friends are telling them, no matter what family is telling them, I pray that you allow them to see you and you alone, that they see your purpose, that they see your plans in their lives, Father. Thank you, Lord, for being our rock. Thank you, Lord, for being our salvation. And thank you, Lord, for the choice that we have of making you our Lord and Savior. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right, y'all, that's all I have for you for this week. If you have any prayer requests, please feel free to text me at 888-394-0184. Again, if you have prayer requests, I would love to pray with you. Please text me at 888-394-0184. If you like this podcast, please feel free to rate it, share it, um, and... um, Yeah, that's about it. (laughs) Thank you all very, very much for listening. Love you all. God bless. Peace.